0: Okay, maybe I'll leave my camera on gonna change it up. You can see my face when I scream. Not sure you're probably looking at the screen, but that's fine. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Am I ready? I mean... Are any of us ready? <laughs> it's 2020. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the sub-series of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And Hi, I'm Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're discussing Season 2, Episode 24, which was called Here You Are. Here You Are. This is really distracting to have my face. I gotta turn it off. I can't do it. <laughs> you don't want to watch yourself act. I kept looking, at, looking, over, looking into my own eyes. Like, it was just really distracting. <laughs> <laughs> act, like, yeah, whatever. gotta win this
1: staring contest.
0: I gotta get a BAFTA. Someday I'll get my BAFTA. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're gonna do our summary, spoiler-free discussion, and spoiler discussion, like we always do. Also, I apologize again in advance if there's the delicate sound of soft, beautiful jazz floating through my the, in the background because my neighbors are having a concert again, which sounds very lovely. But you know,
1: you're apologizing for the sounds of soft jazz while Bowie is like clanging his door open and <laughs> closed <laughs> over here. <laughs> <Good boy. laughs> He's off his cage now, so hopefully he'll <laughs> <That'd> be quiet. <laughs> He's literally like had the, like was holding the door in his beak and just swinging it open and close. <laughs> Slam.
0: The cage is enrichment, it turns yeah. out. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, this episode covered chapters 94 and 95 of the manga, and we covered this in our podcast episode number 49, which was called Am I Needed in This World? In reference to the Machi stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. This episode was good. I was actually really excited while I was writing the summary this time. I was mm-hmm. pleased. The episode opens in the past, with our intrepid student council crew arguing over their sentai ranger colors. Mati remembers Yuki asking what color she likes. The moment he asked, I lost all sense of what he asked me, who was standing before me, who I was. I am a void. Then we cut to the opening credits. (laughs) Strong opening. (laughs) Yeah. After the opening credits, in the present, the student council has wrapped up their end-of-year duties. Now reminds everyone they still have their regular duties to perform, and Kake reminds him, with a karate chop on the head, not to be a wet blanket. <laughs> what better way to celebrate, Kimi says, than having a get-together at the fancy restaurant that opened up near school they were definitely thinking of k- taking Kimi to, right? <laughs> Machi silently puts her work away, then silently collects her bag and tries to ghost out of there, but Yuki calls her out and asks excitedly if she'll join tomorrow as well, and Kimi insists... That it's fine if Machi or now or Kakiru for that matter don't come, right, yun <laughs> Well, that would be a date, Yuki says. <laughs> <laughs> Machi stares back from the doorway. No, thank you, she says. Yuki asks if she's busy or if there's somewhere else that she'd prefer to go. Again, she thinks. He asks me things I don't know the answer to. He probably doesn't remember last time. She says that he doesn't need to be so considerate of her. Plus, I don't think my personal preferences are any of your concern. I guess you're right, Yuki says. But I want to see what the world looks like through your eyes, Machi. Airheaded idiot! Kakera screams. <laughs> Airheads freak me out. People normally can't say stuff like that with a straight face. Say what? It's normal! Yuki shouts. I'm gonna hit you! So unaware and so violent! Kakera shouts back. <laughs> and their non-fight is interrupted by all of their phones binging simultaneously as Kimi sends them the info about where to meet up and when to meet up tomorrow. Mashi doesn't have a phone, so Yuki writes down a note and hands it with the information and hands it to her. I made a Catherine Tate show reference. Did anybody <laughs> hear? No. It's fine. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Catherine Tate show out of all the Doctor Who things that you watched? Um. That one, it, it's a Lauren Cooper <laughs> reference. There's, like, a Lauren Cooper. Yeah, I was Cooper. gonna say, I was like,
1: I've watched the, like,
0: <laughs> I ain't even bothered about <laughs> stuff, is, but. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Lauren Cooper. <laughs> but... <laughs> there's, a sketch where there's a sketch where they're on a train, and uh, Lauren Cooper is talking to, like, one of the friends, and she's like, I think Beyonce's well, bing, bing. And they're like, don't you mean... <laughs> don't you mean bling bling and she's like no well bling, well bing bing and then goes back and forth for a while and then their phone rings and he one of the friends is like i think i hear your phone binging mate (laughs) anyway listen it's fine (laughs) this is completely off topic This has been completely off topic time (laughs) anyway the kids head home and on their way out yuki asks kakiru if the place they're going to is crowded oh right you're a princess you might faint in a large crowd he says (laughs) <laughs> Yuki laughs and smiles brightly, then lunges at Kakiru and friend chokes him. Exactly, i have of good upbringing after all, he says. Machi oversees silently behind them and now sasses them to quit h- their horsing around so they release their friend chokeholds on each other because that's what <laughs> friends do. Yuki says goodbye to Machi and heads out. Kakiru, arms long over Yuki's shoulder, says that they should head to the shopping district sometime for some delicious croquettes. Machi, meanwhile, lingers in the dark school. Here we take a pause for the beautiful Yuki-Kakiru shipping moment, and then we move into the Machi shipping and Yuki shipping part of the episode. (laughs) As Machi enters her apartment, her phone rings. She answers. It's her mother. Machi's mother comments about- Machi's mother comments that she's home late. Student council. Machi answers. All right. Her mom forgot about that. She asks how things are. As Machi stands in the dark, disheveled apartment. Has Machi made any friends? Her mom wants to know. And how's Kakiru? Machi remembers her mother screaming at her as a child not to let Kakiru best her after school. Her mother saying, what a dull child, and screaming, don't touch him, holding a baby to her chest, and saying, you make it seem like I'm to blame. In the present, Machi says nothing. Silent again. What's going through your head? You haven't changed, her mother says. It's because you're so dull that people don't want to talk to you. Machi stands in front of a broken mirror. A kid calls for machi's mother in the background okay i'll call again sometime she says and hangs up dull it's true that i'm dull machi thinks we pan around the apartment garbage left out dishes undone books and papers strewn everywhere i don't know what my favorite color is she thinks or my favorite place i've never thought about it i desperately struggled to meet demands only to be abandoned and left with an empty shell machi flops onto her bed in her school uniform she grabs a bookmark from a school book nearby and looks at it i haven't changed since then but him, he's changed little by little. She remembers Yuki leaving with Kaku earlier, then we flash back to when she first saw him at school. Girls gather nearby and point him out in the courtyard. The girls can see why he's a prince. He's beautiful. He's a total chick magnet. Machi, however, thought he seemed lonely. A loneliness that nodded him every time people treated him special. Now Machi thinks that he smiles from the heart. He's changing. Machi wakes in the messy apartment in her uniform. She stands and wonders if she really has to go to the student council party, which is a feel that I know very well. <laughs> she thinks, like, sorry, I'm late. I didn't want to come. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to the window and thinks, what the world looks like to me. On the train, she thinks about Yuki. He asks strange things. What does he even mean by the world? I don't even get myself, she thinks, let alone have an awareness of the world. I've always been a void. Nothing. Like a doll of missing parts, a broken doll unable to become human defective machi walks through the crowded train platform people pass me by she thinks and i pass them by are they invisible or am i the crowd freezes and goes dark around her am i the one unengaged in this world is my existence necessary she wonders am i needed in this world machi steps out of the train station into the bright morning light machi a familiar voice calls yuki waves and comes up to meet her i thought i came a little too early but here you are Machi's taken aback by how happy he seems to see her and stumbles, dropping her bag. He asks if she's alright and starts to pick up her things. Huh? Why a bottle opener? Yuki asks, holding it up. <laughs> she yanks it out of his hand violently and says that she was half asleep when she packed her bag in the morning. She insists that she doesn't need help packing her stuff, but Yuki has found something else interesting. Machi, is this the maple leaf I gave you? He holds. He says, holding up the bookmark we saw earlier. Now we can clearly see that the maple leaf is encased in the bookmark. She quickly turns and snatches it from him. Give that back, she says. "'Is it a different maple leaf?' Yuki asks. "'It's different,' she says. "'Oh, I'm sorry. It couldn't be,' he says. "'It could not be a different leaf, though,' she says. (laughs) Yuki thinks, "'So which is it?' Machi says that she didn't keep it for any particular reason, just thought that it would be a waste to toss it, so she made it into a bookmark. She remembers holding up the leaf and inspecting it after he gave it to her. "'That's the only reason,' she thinks. "'Thank you,' Yuki says, and Machi asks, "'For what?' "'Uh, well, you seem to treasure it, so that makes me happy,' Yuki says.' Machi's eyes widen. She blushes deeply, then turns to him. I don't treasure it, she shouts. But you made it a bookmark, he says. I just stuffed it in a book. I don't treasure it, she argues back. (laughs) But you're using it because you like it, right? Yuki argues, and Machi is like, I don't. It's big and hard to use. Take it back. And Yuki's like, don't give it back. (laughs) Kakiru arrives as Machi and Yuki wrestle back and forth, Machi holding the bookmark in her hand. Should I ask, he says, and Yuki's like, ask, at least ask. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Kakiru says, and Yuki says that Machi's being stubborn. Machi says it's none of his business, and Kakiru notices the maple leaf and asks if it's the one that Yunyun gave her. No, it could be, she shouts, and Kakiru's <laughs> like, which is it? <laughs> With a smile, he's like, oh, so you like maple leaves? Oh, so you like red? Yuki asks, to Machi's surprise, Kakiru points out the red ribbon too, that the ribbon that she used from the bookmark is red, too. Yuki says he finally got the answer to the question that he asked before. He remembered, Machi thinks. He's a strange person. Kimi arrives, dragging Nao by the hand, and at the restaurant, <laughs> Kakiguro leans on Yuki and says, so Machi likes red. Machi slams her fist on the table, Now shouts, it all is well. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. Everything's perfect. <laughs> it was very good. At Shisho's house. In a completely unrelated <laughs> part of this episode, Toru thanks Toru thanks him with an unnecessary amount of pomp and circumstance for enabling her to stay over during New Year's this year. She should respond to, with an equally unnecessary amount of pomp and circumstance. <laughs> Feels like you're here to be his wife, Kyo grumps. And Toru is like, what? No, and then insists that she's just giving a proper New Year's greeting. And besides, she still so like, ha- has Hanachan. Don't assume that crap, Kyo says, grabbing Toru's cheeks. <laughs> Toru thinks that this all started with something Yuki said, and we flash back because Toru is the queen of in media res too. <laughs> an earlier evening. Kyo removes milk from the fridge to drink it out of the carton like an animal, and Toru shows off the new scarf that she bought. With pom-poms! He says that she'll smack someone with them when she turns around, which she promptly does to him. (laughs) Shigure interrupts the flirting to ask what Yuki and Kyo will be doing for New Year's. Yuki says that he'll be going back to the main house, but just for the New Year's Eve banquet. Shigure asks why he's not planning to stay longer. I don't know how I feel about leaving her alone with him, he says. Beast! Shigure shouts, and Kyo is like, I'll kill you. Don't worry, Toru-kun, Chigure says. I'll make sure to take countermeasures to protect you from his evil clutches. And Toru's like, "Huh?" and Yuki's like, "Beast." He'll <laughs> crushes the milk carton and says, "I'll kill you both." <laughs> We will always transition to the present because of Toru, um, and Shisho shows Toru to her room. Shisho mentions that she is staying with them too, and he slides open the bedroom door to reveal Rin, who is obviously surprised that there are other guests. Toru lunges forward in the room to hug her head first, but Rin dodges, and Toru slams face first into a wall. <laughs> Rin yells not to barge in, and Toru's like, yes, I'm sorry. Rin announces that she's not feeling well and bails, though Toru protests. <laughs> No staring each other down today, Shisho asks Kyo and reminds him that he and Rin used to stare each other down for like 10 or 15 minutes easily as kids, which we see Haru observing in past memory. <laughs> Toru asks if they're on bad terms, so she just says they aren't not. <laughs> Toru suddenly realizes that she visited Rin at the hospital the other day, but didn't mention that she was being discharged. Shisho explains that she was conditionally discharged, but seems like she wasn't down to attend the banquet, so he offered to let her stay. After all, it would all be for naught if she were to fall ill again. Good dad, Kazuma. Yes, he's the best. <laughs> Because this banquet must be underway by now, Toru wonders how the Junishi are doing, and we transition to the main house with not with a wibbly wobbly effect. <laughs> <so in> the... <laughs> it's funny <I've> every transition in <laughs> the episode. Of that. Just what from, do have to do to from... the main house, <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> there's like chimes too that like, yeah. It's like every every transition from Toro's perspective should be that from now on. I vote. At the main house, Hattori rips off his fancy dance costume as soon as humanly possible and Ayame and Ritsu comment on how amazing and wonderful his dance was and Hattori grumps about it. Shigure reminds him that he'll have to dance with him next year, too. With me, Ayame reminds him. Shigure says that he wanted a picture of Hatori in his outfit for Mayuko. Absurd. You won't sway her with something like that. Wait, you're not back together, are you? Hatori says. No, don't worry about it, Shigure says. Hatori tells him to go back to Akito, and Shigure comments that he has enough attention with Karino and Yuki by his side. Hatori wonders about Yuki being stuck with Akito. Oh right, Shigeru says, you feel indebted to Yuki so you're especially attentive. Don't worry, I don't feel indebted to you whatsoever, Hatori reassures him. <laughs> <laughs> what she gripes about. Inside the banquet room, the other Junishi gather around Ayame, Karino sits to the side, and Yuki sits beside Akito, away from the others. Akito is glad that Yuki didn't run away this year. I'll be so kind as to forgive you, he says. Come visit me more often. I forgive you too, Akito, Yuki says, and looks down. Akito suddenly looks distant and enraged. No, it's not a matter of forgiving you or not, Yuki continues. I'm sick of blaming others. Yuki thinks of his childhood. He's done with blaming Akito or his mom or Kyo for his issues. I've become aware of the many faults I can improve, Yuki says. If I always blame someone or something, I'll never change. What? What's that in your eyes, Akito says. We see a flash of Kareno crying, surrounded by feathers in a middle school uniform, and a voice says, no, don't go! Akito slams a pitcher into Yuki's forehead in the present. Apologize! Akito screams. Kreno jumps up and holds him back, and the other Junishi frees. Apologize! Apologize! Sorry, Yuki says. Akito drops the pitcher and leaves to another room. Ayama rushes to Yuki's side to tend to him. Hattori says to Ayami to bring Yuki over. Ayami picks him up, saying, Right away, Torisan! Don't die on me, Yuki! Together at death, the promise that we made as we watched the sunset on the banks of the Seine shines brightly within my heart. We made no promise, and we never saw that, Yuki says. <laughs> <laughs> as Yami continues with the dramatics Yuki imagines Akito as a child when they first met I'll never return to your side he thinks Hatori tends to Yuki he says that despite Yami's theatrics the wound isn't too deep but he might want to get it checked out of the hospital Yuki thanks him Hatori apologizes for not interceding earlier but Yuki says it's okay Akito might have gotten angrier Hattori asks what Yuki said to Akito not much he says I just don't want to blame others oh I need to apologize to you too Hatori. from when I was a kid I think somewhere inside me I blamed you for a long time Hattori remembers Yuki begging him not to erase his friend's memories. Sorry, I was still a kid, Yuki continues, even though you were hurt too, Hattori. Hattori rubs Yuki's head <laughs> and says there's nothing to apologize for. You're so kind, he says. Thank you. And Yuki smiles a soft smile. Aw, it was cute. <laughs> just don't become like your big brother, Hattori says, and Yuki is like, I won't. And the Ame hearing that he was clearly called, of course, bursts in. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, have I been summoned? <laughs> yes. <laughs> i always brilliant in this scene. <laughs> this whole scene. <laughs> Elsewhere, Shiguri finds Haru leaving to see Rin. Haru asks if he'll go tend to Akito. Why do I always have to be the one to patch things up? Shiguri whines. Plus, I'm not feeling it right now. Haru says he's moody, and Shiguri says he's always in the mood. And then Haru takes off. As she shows, Kyo explains to Toru why he and Rin had their staring matches. She shows so caring. He was jealous of Rin getting attention from him. Toru says it's cute. Mm -hmm. And Kyo wonders where (laughs) Rin went off to, and we see her sleeping in a corner upstairs. Toru asks what Kyo will wish for this New Year's. And he's like, well, you have to tell your wish if you- when you ask someone. And she's like, you're right. I'm sorry for my rudeness. <laughs> Last year, she wished for Kyonuki to get along. This year, she wishes for the curse to break, for happiness to come, and for change. We got back to the main house when Luigi finds Kareno alone at the estate and slips a DVD labeled Watch This Alone in his back pocket, which is not suspicious at all. Sketchy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at Shisho's house, Haru visits Rin as she sleeps and hugs her. And we cut to the credits. Yay. Damn oh you said dun 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 I said yay I'm I'm confused (laughs) there's a lot of things that happened in this episode there's like two Mm -hmm. completely separate episodes in this episode (laughs) why are you dun dun dunning I'm curious (laughs) just for fun Okay. I mean yeah Momiji did give Kureno a DVD that says watch this alone which is definitely suspicious (laughs) (laughs) just like it's my porn collection (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) I was going to say, well, now, like- he's, now he's going to die in seven days. <laughs> you seem <laughs> like you need to lighten up. <laughs> he's
0: like, you need to relax, man. Yeah. <laughs> he also slipped him a joint. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That definitely wasn't suspicious at all. Um, <laughs> but also, we know, I think we know what it is, which is the yeah. play. <laughs> but it is funny. If someone gave me a DVD that was like, watch this alone, I'd be like, I'll never watch this. Just <laughs> go straight in the garbage. So let's talk about the first half of the episode first. How about that? Let's just do, okay. do it up chronologically. So yeah, Yuki and Kakiru continue to develop in their romance. I mean, their friendship. <laughs> um, all very important. I was like, Kakiru's being really touchy this episode. Is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess friend, like the, the, I guess on a serious note, the nice thing is that Yuki's never had like friends that he's close with. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that he just like gets to like be all chummy. With all the same yeah. council and cockerus in particular,
1: mm-hmm. and yeah, we've talked about how like like a lot of the GDC like obviously have like physical contact issues. Yes. so it's kind <laughs> of nice for many to see reasons, him. I'm sure. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> nice to see him like just like you know casually like able to interact with people and even like initiating like, contact mean Init-
0: Initiating choking, yes. <laughs> Friendly choking. Um. Friend choking. Have you not <laughs> choked your friend recently? You're not doing yeah. it right. <laughs> And even just his
1: little, like, grapple with Machi, too, yeah, he's, like, yeah. he doesn't seem too concerned about it. He's just annoyed with her, like, being stubborn.
0: <laughs> I think, like, both times, uh, both times I wrote this episode, I struggled to figure out what to call that. This time, I think I said yeah. wrestling, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Grappling is actually a good, good description. Yeah. They're just, like, ho- he's yeah, holding I think what's her happening is is like, she's, yeah, I think what's happening is she's <laughs>
1: trying to, like, shove the bookmark at him, and he's, like, holding her hands <laughs> back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's like, take it back, and he's like, don't give it back. Like it's yeah, <laughs> it's so good. That scene is wonderful. Hearing yeah, of coming it back like, and being like, should I ask? <laughs> or... <laughs> I like how Yuki is so like, why'd you pack a why'd you pack a bottle opener in your bag? And she's like, I just threw it in there. And he's like, but really, a bottle opener? <laughs> like he's so, <laughs> so confused. <laughs> And then he's like, "Oh, this bookmark. It's uh, it's like, is that the maple leaf I gave you?" And she's like, "No." And then he's like, "Oh, it's yeah. It must be something else." And she's like, "Well, maybe it's not." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> it's like if I had to literally translate it, the way that she says the line is like, "It's not an undifferent leaf." <laughs> it's like really funny because <laughs> you could like conjugate adjectives in mm-hmm. Japanese. So she's like, "It's it's not. It's the negative form of different." <laughs> it's like even better. Not not, it's not not the leaf that you gave me. <laughs> And Kakiru says the same thing, and she's like, it's not, definitely not. <laughs> like, it's not, not, it's not definitely not, the leaf that you mm-hmm. gave me. It's really funny. Yeah.
1: We get to see, like, Machi's weirdness on full display, which is it. fun. Like,
0: <laughs> because we did get to see just so little of her. This is finally, like, the most we've seen of her, like, personality mm-hmm. and her struggle from her, her perspective. So yeah. we've we've seen a lot of her being distant and... Quiet and socially awkward, and struggling to, you know, struggling to answer Yuki's very basic questions that a lot of people have answers to like, what's your favorite color? Yeah. Do you want to go to this place or not? And she's just can't because her we saw kind of a glimpse of her past and how it seems like it seems like that's all related to her mother, obviously, related yeah. to her family, but specifically, <laughs> her mother is the target in this, these memories. Yeah. And I guess we know that they have a tenuous relationship because of K- what Kakiri told Yuki before, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it occurred
0: to me while um, watching this that
1: like Machi has some similarities to Rin, hmm. in, like the way they have the like like I'm not really a person,
0: mm.
1: I'm not needed kind of mm. like thoughts.
0: <laughs> that's very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. I've
0: never thought about that. They, ha- I think they have very similar lines too. Doesn't Rin say she's yeah. a doll with that yeah, that's broken and stuff?
1: Yeah, that's like especially what made me think of it, and just her like. Whole, like i'm a void i'm like not really here thing we had the whole thing about like written like referring to herself as like an object rather than a person and all that mm. stuff
0: interesting <laughs> oh i'm so excited <laughs> The a tingly feeling when you <laughs> find out something new <laughs> yeah uh, that's cool yeah i never thought about that but you're right mm-hmm. um it's an astute observation yeah
1: and of course the whole like am i needed thing is kind of a running i don't know through line in like the series for a lot of characters mm-hmm.
0: i think especially yuki it's meant mm-hmm. to be a I always interpreted this as a drawing similarity. This chapter in particular is drawing similarities between Yuki and Machi. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Like it's obviously
1: supposed to show like, like she even talks about like, like how far Yuki has come mm, and changed compared to herself, where she feels like she can't change and hasn't changed.
0: Mm
1: Kind of show like Machi at like an earlier point in her uh, character development. (laughs) Machi is the Yuki now. Yeah. Machi is the new Yuki. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, Machi, someday you too can become an asshole.
0: <laughs> She's on her way. I mean, she was so yeah. sassy during the fight. Like, it's <laughs> just beneath the surface. Yeah. <laughs> she just needs another asshole to help unlock her personality, obviously. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, it I don't know, it would be wrong to say that Machi doesn't have a personality. She obviously thinks of herself that way. Yeah. But she clearly has a personality when provoked. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think it's just uh, like... She's been encouraged,
1: like, not to really think about that. And so, mm-hmm. like, when she's asked, like, like obviously she's a person, because like, everyone does, but yes. like, when she's asked, like, direct questions about her, like, preferences and stuff, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's a <her> preference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we have the whole thing with her, like, it's like, she obviously does like the color red, because she, mm. like, you know, consciously, like, chose to, like, put the bookmark together and be like, oh, this would look good with a red ribbon and mm-hmm. stuff. Like yeah, She composed if she it. Yeah. yeah, I know she didn't, like, wasn't, obviously wasn't thinking about it. She just, just, like,
0: put it together. Yeah, She certainly liked the leaf. She mm-hmm. she denies it, but obviously Yuki's like, oh, thank you for taking care of it. And she's like, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> like, you obviously are. I think she just isn't, she's uncomfortable with being given that attention as well. So Yeah. Which Yuki was too. She actually called that out in her, when she's thinking about him, where it's like, oh, whenever he got special treatment, mm-hmm. he seemed like he was even more lonely. So Yeah. I mean, she's used to being ignored, it seems. She lives alone, even though her mother called her. We're seeing. Mm-hmm. Kakiru said that she has a brother before, right? Yeah, because yeah. he said that, like, they... They had another kid. They had so. another kid, and so it, like, kind of... <laughs> it, it it made the inheritance <laughs> issue, like, go Not away, a non-issue, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so her... I mean, there was another kid calling in the background, so mm-hmm. uh, the mom's... her phone call, so it's a, it, we can assume that her brother lives there and machi clearly lives in an apartment by herself that she's not able to keep very well yeah um so she's a teenager yeah i mean (laughs) any of the description that i said about machi's apartment applied to all of the apartments i lived in as a um, yeah (laughs) like a 22 year old or like a college student and beyond so yeah, and even oftentimes today. <laughs>
1: like yeah, I was say, yeah, I, like, I was like, mine's not that much neater. either.
0: I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about all the dishes from cooking and making stock this morning. or just piled in the sink probably with the sink dripping on them too, just like Machi's. <laughs> but you know Machi's making like mac and cheese in one pot and then it's like three pots later, she's like cleaning all of it. Also, she has yeah. all the, um, she doesn't even think about, she doesn't think about anything other than getting her schoolwork done and like showing up mm-hmm. and doing that because it's the only thing It seems like her her parents ever wanted her to do there was like the memory of her mom yelling like you have to be better than than kakiru or whatever Mm -hmm. so that's like all she does like the prominently kept objects in her house are the like school books and notebooks Mm -hmm. and stuff um and they're not they don't seem to be like pristine but they're like on top of everything else (laughs) and like on her bed and on her desk and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and even like most of the stuff that like dumps out of her bag when
0: yeah that's all her school crap it is all like
1: you know, blue books and stuff
0: she shows up in her uniform which is in the st- in the story of course is like she just woke up late and stuff but it's like I think it's more I think it's like kind of a, like a visual symbol of that too like mm-hmm. you know the other kids show up in their um, like their street clothes right yeah and she arrives still in her uniform so it differentiates her a little bit there too mm-hmm. which I don't think is like super unusual especially in Japan but like I mean they call it out so yeah and it's like not a school day; she doesn't have to go to school. So mm-hmm. they said it's winter break. Take off your uniform, Machi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, like I think in this case, it's specifically um, helps ha- deliver that message. This is mm-hmm. kind of the only thing about it's the only thing that she has as a part of her identity, I guess. Um, yeah. At least if she thinks about herself, if she even thinks about, I mean, it doesn't seem like it. Th- feel like school the way she talks it's not like that doesn't take place none of that comes up in her like narrative about herself or her inner Mm -hmm. monologue about herself or she's just like I'm I'm completely empty these are all like it's like stuff that she does she's just didn't she say like like frantically struggling she said that she was frantically struggling to meet expectations and was abandoned that was like the very first Mm -hmm. part of her inner monologue so so not even a self-imposed I guess desire to do well at school or whatever yeah it's like
1: just like like a habit like she doesn't know it's what mechanical. else to do because that's like the only thing she was mm-hmm. encouraged to care about. Yes. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> encouraged by yelling. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> gently encouraged. <laughs> just,
0: just, gently abused to care about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. And like she's implied to be a good student since she was like, you know, chosen for the student council and everything. That's so. right.
0: They're all top of mm-hmm. their class apparently. <laughs> yeah. According to Makoto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. You got it right. I yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> this will haunt me. It will haunt me for years. <laughs> but yeah, so she, yes, she's definitely, I think she, her, her grades still stand. There's like the flashback memory of all of them, but I think she's still like recognized as, or it's, it's implied that she's a good student currently too. Mm-hmm. The 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 memories and stuff were directed at her mom, but I was a suspicion that her whole family's on it, it uh, in on it because like it's the mm-hmm. the is issue. So yeah, do people say secession? Succession. feel like secession. Yeah, mm-hmm. Se- secession is when you leave so when you, you, you leave yeah, your take country. your
1: <laughs> <laughs> take your ball and leave your country. Yeah, much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what's going on today? It's all the jazz. <laughs>
1: Damn! Damn that jazz music.
0: I stay away from jazz and liquor.
1: Ruining our youth. So. And the
0: men who play for fun. Yes. <laughs> and that's a requisite uh, musical reference musical for today. Reference. <laughs> anyway, Machi's family's bad. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, depending on how much I cut in and out of <laughs> this tangent, but they're awful. And then Machi's—it is an interesting parallel to like Rin's family because they had this. I guess in Machi's case, it seems like. They were putting a lot of pressure on her, but not to form any kind of personality or whatever. And then Rin's case is just like she just feels like uh it's like her parents ignored her. It kind of produced a similar result. Mm-hmm. Her par- well, they didn't just ignore her. They they ignored and also abused her. as It seems <laughs> violently, violently, <laughs> violently ignored. <laughs> it's not ignoring. It's just like uh <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like
1: there's severe neglect mixed with severe abuse.
0: Neglect. That's the word. Mm And neglect is like like willful ignoring. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. They neglected her. And in Machi's case, it's like her parents seem to have neglected her, you know, blossoming individuality, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then pressure her to focus on other things too. Yeah. Be a more viable heir. Yeah. It's almost
1: kinda of like a reverse thing of like what Rin's family did where they were like
0: mm.
1: like outwardly awful at the beginning and then like now they're just like, Oh, everything's fine now.
0: hmm
1: Even though it's very much not.
0: Because
1: nope. <laughs> like her mom's obviously like talking to her like real casually like this is normal. Like mm-hmm.
0: that you and She's just like, hey, what's call up? Call
1: your estranged daughter in her filthy apartment right. that, you, that she lives in by herself. Oh, and- right. Like oh you're giving me the silent treatment you're so dull oh well I'll talk to you later
0: like I know it's so infuriating yeah <laughs> yeah it's yeah she's like hey oh you're home you're you're home late like how's it going you making some friends how's Kakuru oh okay mm-hmm. and then not she Machi doesn't say anything and then she's like again again with this <sighs> bye mm-hmm. basically like it's so crazy yeah,
1: yeah. I especially found the the contrast of her like being like oh are you getting along with Kaku with her flashback of mm-hmm. her like screaming at her to. To be better than him. So
0: disingenuous. As a child. Like, yeah. Yes. Yes. I always feel it's difficult to speak about these um, things on this podcast because, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I was in a, grew up in a privileged situation where none of this applied. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, it just makes me mad. It makes me so okay. mad. <laughs> it's so yeah. crazy. So, yeah, it, it is It is really um, disturbing when you have that, like, the flashback of her mom yelling to be better than Kakeru. And then she's like, yeah, how's Kakeru doing? Because mm-hmm. none of it all matters to her anymore. And it seems yeah. like Manji doesn't matter very much to her anymore, obviously. She, mm-hmm. She's been shipped off to this other apartment and whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. She has her student council friends now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she has her new weird family. Yeah, her...
0: <laughs> quote-unquote chosen family yeah <laughs> more of a force another type of forced family <laughs> yeah i mean kakari's trying to be nice to her mm-hmm. yuki's clearly I do trying love the little, to be nice to her yeah too. i do love
1: the little end scene where right they're in the restaurant and like mm-hmm. Kakuri teases her and she like slams her fist down and now it's like stop being violent in public yeah
0: <laughs> he's like you could be violent at home in the student council yeah. room <laughs> but not in public yeah <laughs> And Kimi's just there for the lols, of course. Yeah. Kimi was in top Kimi form. Actually, mm-hmm. is there any other things? To- well, so Machi has um, actually really enjoyed the um, scenes of Machi on the train and walking through the train station and when she's like, do people, am I invisible to people or are they invisible to me? And then it has this, like, the, it, like, freezes mm-hmm. and stuff and she walks yeah. through the train station.
1: Yeah, there was some nice um, visual, like, visual story telling and you know, Machi's, like, isolation and feeling broken and stuff.
0: Yes. I was going to say especially um, towards Willu Wobbly flashback but yes. then you said something actually poignant so I <laughs> could <laughs> Yeah, it, it, there were some nice... I I enjoyed the amount of... Atten- the reason this episode made me happy is because of multiple things but particularly the amount of attention and delicacy given to Machi's story at this point. Mm-hmm. So we had her... The phone call and the... And her go, going to meet the student council and these moments that she observed with Yuki and stuff like that. Uh, they were all I think just tenderly treated in a way that Mm -hmm. only Machi deserves. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, of course. And then she runs into Yuki and then fights with him about whether or not it's the leaf. (laughs) And then fights with him about whether or not she likes it. And then fights with him about whether or not he should take it back. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's interesting because it's obvious that she likes it. Like she has some kind of natural preference for it. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't consciously think of herself as being like or liking a certain thing. Yeah. She can develop an identity. Mm -hmm. Still in high school. I feel like people's identities yeah. changed so much in high school, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how Kakyu calls Yuki "natural idiot" or whatever, uh, yeah. an "airheaded idiot" or whatever for <laughs> being nice to her. He's like, "I want to see the world through your eyes." I love
1: how he first yells that, and then like, and Yuki's like, "What? You're so loud!" <laughs> <laughs>
0: there was a lot of good uh, fighting in this. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it was kind of depressing when we have to go back to like the banquet in the middle, and you're just like, "Oh, we're here again in the Soma mm-hmm. house where the fighting is going to be." Yeah. Not funny. Not,
1: not funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I would say if there's, like, a connecting uh, aspect between the, like, two halves of the episode, it would be, like, uh,
0: Yuki's come Yuki. so far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has. I love, and I I like it. I mean, I love his, like, the speech that he gives to Akito, which just, like, pushes him over the edge and stuff, but it's great, nonetheless, where he's, like, I don't want to blame people anymore. Like, I've I know what I want to fix about myself or what I want to work on about myself. I know I have these problems, and I just wanted to like. Yuki's doing doing some cleanup work here in the in his family, being like, I, I mm-hmm. forgive you for the, the things that you did that yeah. hurt me and whatever," which enraged completely enrages Akito. But with Atori, then, um, he's able to, what's the word? They have some uh, closure on the thing that happened when Yuki was a little kid. So yeah, when Atori was forced to erase all this me- kid's memories when he was like a high school student, and yeah. Uh, Yuki blamed him for that, and then he felt guilty about it, which is what they were kind of referencing what Shigure and Hattori were talking about right beforehand and stuff, too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's a nice moment. That's always been one of my favorite like little moments in the series. It's great.
0: Hattori's a great character. I kind of wish he was in the series more, but mm-hmm. he gets his moment in the, in the spotlight very early on in the story, and then yeah, he's kind of around to be like, Shigure, stop, stop. Shigure, please stop. <laughs> you know, like yeah. a couple times, and patch up people's wounds like this episode so mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course well, i guess i yeah. had his, he had his other moment in the spotlight with mayu so mm-hmm. i did like the brief little thing of shigeru trying to get a photo of tori for mayuko mm-hmm. and then he's like wait are you guys back together and he's like no, no 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 not me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tori think he's like super smooth and that shigeru doesn't know that they're like maybe they're not back together yet or whatever i don't know but mm-hmm. <laughs> shigeru was being peak um, grouchy this episode, yeah, I noticed. Like Haru's is like, "Hey, you're gonna go talk to Akito," and he's like, "Why well, oh, do I have to do it all the time? I don't want to do that." Mm-hmm. And like,
1: yeah, he's very much like he, he he seems to be currently in the um the uh one of the valleys of the peaks and valleys of the uh, Shigeru and Akito relationship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, it was yeah. Even like
1: earlier when he's stuck in Hitori he's like, "Are you gonna see Akito?" And he's like, "Oh, he's fine. He's got Karino and Yuki." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Why would he need me?"
0: He has so many other people around him <laughs> that I'm not definitely not jealous of in any way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting how in this... um So, like, in the manga, they had... In the manga, it was set up so that Yuki and Kareno were sitting side-by-side, side, like, flanking Akito. But in this case, Kareno was, like, off to the side. I think that that's uh-huh. how it was. So he's even further removed from everyone else, so a little bit of a change, yeah. which was interesting. Not super significant, but an interesting Mm -hmm. placement of people and the scene where I didn't really notice it as much in the manga I guess but that scene where Yuki's talking to Akito it's so painfully obvious how separated they are from everyone else because you have like Mm -hmm. the perspective of the camera shifting from uh, everyone crowding around Ayame to where Akito is is like very stark (laughs) yeah of course and then on a a a lesser a, a note of lesser importance but still very important Ayame was there to pick up Yuki when he had fallen So Mm -hmm. that they could remember the promise that they made on the banks of the (laughs) Sen. So, I enjoyed that part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a good brother.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like I always be very Ayame about it, but it is sweet that he's like Mm -hmm. instantly at like Yuki's side to try to get him taken care of.
0: (laughs) He said that nothing would stop them, not even the school permission, letting strangers into the, (laughs) letting the public in or whatever. okay they have a permit yes <laughs> <laughs> it says it's fine that <laughs> 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 it was good <laughs> elsewhere new year's though i guess in the rest of the episode we have uh shigure or no, shigure well toru visiting oh wait speaking of shigure i wanted to say that i love that scene where the Yuki's like, oh, I'm worried about Kyo and Toru being alone together, and Shigeru's like, Beast. And then mm-hmm. Kyo grumps, and then Yuki's like, Beast later, which is so yeah. good.
1: I thought Yuki's always willing to like <laughs> go along with Shigeru's ridiculousness if it <laughs> results in taunting Kyo. Yeah,
0: pretty much. <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Because he's so great to taunt. Like, I- obviously,
1: <laughs> everybody says it's so deadpan too. Like Shigeru's all dramatic about it, whatever. But he's just like Beast. Beast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Kyo was like, "I'll kill you both." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toru's like, huh? Of course. Mm-hmm. So elsewhere in the rest of the episode, which takes place at the wonderful great dad Cosima's house, mm-hmm. Toru ends up visiting uh, for New Year's and we get a little tiny bit of extra backstory, but really it's just a little a vehicle to see Rin again, I guess. And, uh, mm-hmm. and a little bit about Kyo. So the, there's the scene where Kyo talks about how he was jealous of Rin, as a little kid, because Shisho also was nice and gave her attention as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> just a little moment, but then it just ties into Toru asking what he wants to wish for, her, and she says she reiterates that she wants to she hopes the curse will break and that everyone will be happy. And then we close on yes, the ominous DVD, and then <laughs> and then uh, Shisho or uh, Haru visiting Rin as she was asleep. So yeah, yes. So Amiji yeah, delivered the DVD important.
1: Yeah. I've always liked the specific phrasing of her saying like she wishes for the curse to break for
0: happiness to come and for change because mm-hmm.
1: like, like that's the whole big thing in the series is change yeah
0: definitely and I think like we're starting to like the thing it seems that Akito was upset about is how Yuki Yuki's changing right like mm-hmm. Akito was like oh you're back why don't you come see me more or whatever and then y- Yuki's like actually I've learned some things about myself and I want to move forward and also I forgive you for all the stuff that you did and yeah, yeah, and then Akito's like, "What the fuck?" and then <laughs> yeah. attacks him.
1: So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think the specific like, like Akito's afraid, mm. um, which I think is pretty obvious. And like, I like the specific uh, the bit when he says, "Like, I will never return to your side again." Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the um, the use of like baby Akito
0: yeah. in that scene because in
1: the manga it's just kind of like a generic like picture of Akito.
0: Yeah, when he says that,
1: but I like the use of like baby Akito back when they like you know were kind of friends
0: when they first met
1: yeah before akito like became really really abusive right just a little abusive just
0: a angry child instead of yeah uh, or like an isolated child instead of an abusive cult leader yes yeah (laughs) you're right it is kind of like just a generic akito from behind it's like akito leaving the room yeah i liked it because it made it
1: almost like like it does seem like like yuki is somewhat genuine in like apologizing that he won't be able to return to Akito's side. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like he doesn't regret it. Obviously, he needs to get out of there, but I think he he does realize that like it, like it's obviously something that freaks keto out on a mm-hmm. very visceral level.
0: So. I think he knows that. Yeah, exactly. He knows that Akito. I don't know. I think he knows on some level, like a subconscious level, that Akito is afraid of change. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see it in his earlier interaction with Akito too. I think where he t- treats it a little bit more tenderly, like at the um or a little more delicately, like, at the beach.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, when, um, I'm just think I don't know why, but it was kind of, you, what you said reminded me of the time where Akito was talking to Kyo, and then was, like, washing his hands after, and then Yuki was, like, Akito's, like, oh, I took care of it, he definitely doesn't love her, and Yuki's, like, yeah, 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 totally, you know, like, mm-hmm. kind of acknowledging that Akito has this perspective that's fixed mm-hmm. in, in life, yeah. and then being, like, yeah, I don't want to stay like this forever mm-hmm so yeah he he done growed he did a good yeah. job <laughs> he told akito to akito's face that was also important mm-hmm. mm. any other things that you want to say that aren't spoilery i don't think so well good we chatted it up efficiently yeah, i feel did <laughs> yes <laughs> okay well next time we're going to talk about episode 25 which is called i'm different now <laughs> it's like <"How> are you <gasps> No, <laughs> I'm pretty much the same as I was last week. To be frank, uh. <laughs> how about you? How about you? Any major life events since the last week? <laughs> uh, no, not really. You know, it's fall. It's a time for change. Um, yeah, <laughs> hasn't really acted like it here yet. So that's true. I'm much much farther north, so yeah, the temperature is a little cooler. But
1: yeah, you know, I could go with some some. Some pretty leaves and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's about. Well, I mean, it's only about to start. There's like two. I saw like two trees that are changing here. So, in mm-hmm. about a week or two, I'm sure it'll be like full fall time. But uh,
1: mm-hmm. That's one of the best things about living in Vermont. It had a crazy yeah.
0: good fall change. Nice.
1: You got the we got the good leaf snap. peepers mm-hmm. <laughs> come up, which sounds like a kind of frog to me.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like a like a <laughs> something you get arrested for, but not put in jail for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's also pumpkin spice mm-hmm. season. It's pumpkin season. Yeah. So, can't really go wrong. I should make a pie. I should make a pie too. It's almost a Canadian Thanksgiving. There you go. We have mm-hmm. uh, only a couple weeks to go, I guess, because it'll be the second week of October. Am I just talking out of my butt? I forget what day. <laughs> I forget what day that- it's the same day as Columbus <laughs> Don't Day. <ask> me. <laughs> It's whenever Columbus Day is. It's the same day. The 12th of October. Yes. That's when Canadian Thanksgiving is. So, it's
1: Columbus Day, US Thanksgiving Day,
0: can. Can. <laughs> that's where I live. I live in can. <laughs> One week, two weeks, three weeks. Three weeks until Turkey for me.
1: And the 26th is a bank holiday, IRL. I'm assuming you means Ireland <laughs> in real life. In real life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. For I guess next time's the last episode, right? Season finale. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, everybody, don't panic. We're, <laughs> we'll be back when the season comes back next, when the new season is released. We'll, we'll be back. Yeah. Don't worry. It's be that okay. Is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I assume it'll be spring, but 2020 is <sighs> still not over yet, guys. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows what'll happen? <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway yeah we'll be back we'll be back to it's cover barring. the rest of it huh it's like barring extreme circumstances yes we'll return <laughs> we shall return also you can tune in everybody tune in to our full Metal alchemist podcast that starts on october 3rd
1: yes yes it'll be good
0: it will be good <laughs> we recorded the first episode and it's good i can confirm because i edited it so <laughs> it's good <laughs> and it's a good series so you should if you haven't read it before you definitely should
1: yep and we're not talking Take about the anime an so deal with it i mean one <laughs> yeah <laughs> take it as an excuse and uh, read full yeah it's winter
0: we were just talking about how many books and things we should read during the winter because we won't be going outside anymore so <laughs> this is a great opportunity for you to really get invested in a new uh, something so <laughs> yes
1: new old series yeah
0: a new old series so yeah join us for FMA anyway join us next time next week for the season finale of Fruits Basket we assume and we'll see you yep. then Ooh, Woo. bye bye <laughs> Oh, I almost stop the recording. I forgot we need to talk about spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep, the end. That'll be next time. Actually, we'll, we can talk yep. about spoilers next time because it'll be spoilers for mm-hmm. the next season, I guess, but... <sighs> you know, it's almost like we have a plan for this podcast. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Something resembling one. Yeah. I mean, I have a script. There's one note in it this time for actual discussion. <laughs> this is my one note for discussion that I wrote. Did we talk about how Yuki and Akito are similar for being sort of like... Um, I wrote in my note, lauded, <laughs> as, mm-hmm. for Yuki as a prince, for example, and Akito as the god of the Zodiac, but they feel internally like they're outsiders and lonely. I think we did a bit in, like, in Yuki's the... flashback episode, Mm-hmm. We we're talking about how they're both, like, so isolated. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have talked about it before, but it was something mm-hmm. that this episode reminded me, especially when they're, so you have early in the episode, you have, like, Machi's, um, like, talking about how Yuki used to be. And then later you see uh, Yuki with Akito, and I was like... And then all the rest of here in the other part of the room. And I was like, oh yeah, Mm-mm. that is a thing that happened. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. But Yuki has grown and Akito has not, so... Yep. At least not yet. Mm-hmm. Not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Akito approaches this problem completely differently than Yuki. I mean, you could say yeah. that... We could say that it's bad... But that might be labeling it, you know, very intensely and subjectively, I feel. Um, <laughs> <there's>, after all, <laughs> there's more than one way, way to solve yeah. a problem.
1: Akito <laughs> a- abuses
0: people to cope. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <That's totally laughs> Can't <fun>. judge that. <laughs> <laughs> deep, I, was <laughs> say, I think they, they, I hope they know us by now. We've yeah. only talked about the show for like 300 hours, like, or the series for so, so long. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's bad. It's very bad. Yuki's, um, yeah. Yuki's, we get, to, well, I mean, we get to also see that as a direct contrast too, because Yuki's like, I, I forgive you for all these things and I don't want to blame people anymore. And Akito's immediately like, no. And then, mm-hmm. and it goes back to abusing him when, when she's uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I you challenge. think akito
1: like had the like like kill bill alarms going off in her head during
0: that time i definitely think that where yeah. is the AMV? probably already exists yeah, yeah especially cuz of the shot of like the eyes for the prolonged yeah. shot of akito's face yeah for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> I haven't thought about Kill in such a long time. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Except for every time we talk about our <laughs> knives in our friend chat.
1: <laughs> Which is more than you would think. <laughs> Even more than
0: you would think, for sure. My, uh, my husband was talking to my friend about this knife set that she bought and he in about how to, we we're talking about if we sharpen them or not. This is all boring. Is anyone listening <laughs> anymore? Um... It's like, oh, look, we lost seven subscribers. Yeah, basically. Last two last three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> he was like, you have Japanese steel, you don't have to You don't have to sharpen it. And I was like, I need Japanese steel. And then nobody responds to me every single time I say it. <laughs> 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 it's literally what she says when she goes to get right. the sword. <laughs> every time we talk about eyes, I'm like, I need Japanese steel. Anyway, <laughs> if you're like a weird food obsessed person like us, like me, at least, you can... You should definitely get invest in a nice Japanese knife. But it won't do you wrong, except for mm-hmm. when it accidentally cuts you. And but that's really on you, not on the knife. I think <laughs> it's on you being being dumb. At least in my case, it's always me. <laughs> anyway, listen, Japanese steel aside. So yeah, Akito's bad. Um, at least Akito's behavior is bad objectively. At this point, we said Akito's yeah. not mm-hmm. a villain, and Akito is not. So that's you know, mm-hmm. Akito has her own issues. Yeah. Um, was there nobody went and comforted her in the chapter as well, right? Because I think, uh, come back. I just put the book away. Why did I do that? Yeah, right. I don't think. Yeah, I don't
1: think anyone. At least not on screen. Like yeah. I think we see Karino like stare after her when she storms off. Yes. But we don't necessarily see him follow. You know, she like straight up says like I'm not gonna.
0: Yeah. He's <laughs> like fuck that. Mm-mm. I'm so mad at Carano right yeah. now.
1: <laughs>
0: you <laughs> go like, take. I don't minute. wanna. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He says it in that tone too in the anime, which was really funny to me. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Well, I have to do this. I'm not doing it." Mm-hmm. Basically, super nasal. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Karino picks up the uh, the vase, and then Nikito just kind of t- takes off in the background, yeah. casually. <laughs> yeah. I do always appreciate Karino like jumping
1: to restrain her when after she
0: mm-hmm.
1: like smashes it into Yuki's face. Well, I
0: think like... we know that he's the only one who could have. Like, you see really great shots. I think they did a good job of emphasizing, like, how, in the anime in this episode, how how scared everybody else is of Akito. Because they're just, Mm -hmm. like, frozen. Like, here you see Hiro's face and he's, like, sweating. Like, it's just very interesting. Mm -hmm. Even Atori, people who we see as being, like, older and maybe having more power within the family, like Shigeru, they all stand to the side. I mean, Shigeru probably doesn't want to deal with it um, at this point. but, But, like, they're all just until Akito leaves they're all kind of like completely frozen even Ayame. Yeah. So Kareno's basically I think the only one who could. Although we saw Tsuguri do that before with Tori so he could have but Mm -hmm. he was like nah I don't give a shit I don't give a shit about Yuki and his problems He's like I saved him what more do you want? (laughs) I gave him a place to live what more are you asking me to do here? Mm -hmm. It's Not my responsibility. He literally said at some point in the story Yeah. (laughs) Tori's like you're a monster
1: I feel like you know that meme with like the like the Sailor Moon thing with Tuxedo Mask where it's like my work here is done. They're like you didn't do anything. (laughs) I feel like it's kind of like that with Shigiri, except he's like why do I have to do everything? And they're like you don't do anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah exactly. (laughs) Guys what's an episode without Shiguri without a little Shigiri mashing? (laughs) In this case I think it was deserved though. He didn't do anything helpful in the episode. He just was sassy to people. Yeah, he made an appearance. It's fine. I mean, he called Kyo a beast, which is the yeah. most important thing, really. Yeah, I think he he's kind of like like
1: throwing a subtle t- temper tantrum in this whole chapter. Pretty much.
0: In fact, it lasted yeah. for a while too, from my recollection. There was like a couple chapters mm-hmm. where he was just like, "I'm not fucking dealing with this anymore." Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, and that was his way of trying to get Akito to like change and do stuff and notice him. But mm-hmm. she just kind of like retreated more to Corino, and that didn't work out in the end. <laughs> None of that worked out in the end yeah. for anybody. <laughs> No. This is the scheme that I always like make fun of Shigure. For, like, there's the scene where Hattori's like, so did everything work the way you want. And he's like, not really. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted Akito to come, like, not crawling back to him, but he wanted Akito to just come back to him. And what happened was all the other stuff that happened in the series. So. <laughs> yeah, what happened was literally everything <laughs> <else>. about that. <laughs> he really underestimated Akito's, like, stubbornness and um, yeah. deep emotional insecurity. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
1: i think that's one of their like big problems like is that they they're Tyler trying to out each other but they're both incredibly stubborn
0: mm-hmm. yeah i could see that continuing even past the <laughs> end of the series yeah. too. <laughs> but yes anyway so that's why he's so pissed off but i mean yeah mm-hmm. which is not unreasonable listen i i hear you yeah. i hear all of you i hear you all screaming mm-hmm. if you didn't stop when we, if you didn't skip 30 seconds ahead when we started bashing Shigure. <laughs> I I've, I've heard you. I've heard your screams in the void. I get it. Um Yeah. But yeah, anyway, he's and he is deeply hurt, but mm-hmm. you know.
1: It's like they're both terrible and that's why they belong together. <laughs> <me.
0: laughs> but don't let Akito bash Yuki in the face with a face, man. Yeah. <laughs> what did Yuki do? He didn't do anything. <laughs> Shigure's like he takes attention away from me and therefore he's bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any other serious boys we'll to talk about? <laughs> there's, I guess, there's like the all the other stuff, but <laughs> mm-hmm. everything else that happened in the episode. Yeah.
1: Yes, we should be getting our our big big reveals next, so that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. What a good way we'll to look, end we'll the def-
0: season. Yep, definitely get at least the Karino reveal, but I feel like we'll probably get the Akita reveal too. I think so. There's no way that it's structured like this, and you can't and you wouldn't have that mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, um, because the- yeah. Yeah,
1: because they 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 lead
0: right into each other totally. So they are interrelated. Mm-hmm. I do love the scene. Where, there's like a that Tumblr post that, that goes around where it's like Corinna saying I'm different now, and they're like why, and he's like I can't eat worms anymore. So when the episode <laughs> title was like I'm different now, I was like God damn it, yeah, damn you. <laughs> it's Really <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's definitely gonna happen for sure. That's the episode quote, and I yeah, I'm sure that it will be. Because, like, you wouldn't start off a season with that. That would just be insane. You, yeah. Because, like, you, you didn't go, don't go in, and then you're like, oh, my God, everything's different than it was, like, at the end. I thought this yeah. was, like, just a series of people who weren't birds anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there's even more. But, yeah, man, next season's going to be such a doozy. Think about uh-huh. all the things that are going to happen. Yeah. You, everything happens so much. <laughs> all the, everything, everything happens so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's going to be good next episode will be good there's gonna be burbs oh is Bowie gonna join us mm-hmm. for does we need to have a subject matter yes. expert interview with Bowie yes <laughs> He'd be like not
1: show <laughs> bowie thoughts on on burbs. not enough
0: birds not enough
1: seeds <laughs> burb on burb about burb, <laughs> yeah, burb on burb
0: it's like yes. burb burb riding burb
1: <laughs> yeah the only previews i see so far are like uh sad carino so. okay
0: well they're not not. They're not not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but they and and babysat Akito.
0: Okay. Well, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah.
0: that sad girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess other spoilers were, of course, we have Machi and Yuki's relationship. So Machi will get more the next set in her backstory in season three, I assume. And then, um... yeah, I forgot that didn't all happen at once. Yeah, that's why I was really confused. And same with like the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, how to how to talk about this in a delicate way, but I mean, it's pretty obvious that it's her mom and her mom pulling the baby away, and like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, she didn't say anything about that yet, which is the big reveal from that scene. So, yeah, we will get that later, but it was just nice. I'm just happy about Machi. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, I just get like struck with delight that we got animated <laughs> student council stuff now, even one
0: season. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> There, it's also like every moment, every every student council scene is like exactly how it is. It's like, yeah, it's like exactly how it's like acted in the seems like it would be from the manga. Yeah. So it, it's never yeah. disappointing. And they're just like, yeah,
1: yeah, and they were like, it was those scenes were like meant to be animated and voiced. Oh like, my god,
0: <laughs> we didn't talk about how good Kimi was in this in the non. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> But Kimmy was in top Kimmy form again today. That's all I have to mm-hmm. say. I mean, I don't have anything yeah. actually important to say. But And I love how she dragged Nao mm-hmm. out. Into yeah. The thing.
1: <laughs> I love how, like, used to Kimmy Yugi is at this point. Like, so like, thrown <laughs> off by her at the beginning. But now he's just, like, when she's like, oh, if no one else wants to come, that'd be okay. And he's like, well, that would date. be a date. So <laughs> 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 he's just, like, like not flustered so at just all. just like, like, no. <laughs> it's
0: like, That's not happening. Kimmy, no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was funny because it's Kimi's suggestion and then she turns around and is like, "Actually, if nobody else wanted to come, it would be fine too." <laughs> Which yeah. is great. It's like, oh, "Don't worry, Machi." It's like you Kimi no, me. and she's like, "Kimi, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly." <laughs> <laughs> it's like another to quote another good meet would be like nobody, and then like nothing, and then it's like Kimi. So you were thinking of taking Kimi on a date, weren't you? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, way she introduces that is like, yeah, it's
0: like you were all thinking
1: of taking Kimi there, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> It's
0: just like the the. The like um yeah, the it's like a this natural like, oh we should all go to this new restaurant. It's super great. It's great, isn't it? And I, anyway, you were thinking of taking Kimmy there already, weren't you? Like it's like mm-hmm. just like a natural thought, like a normal person would yes. have <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so Kimmy's scene I appreciated very much. We had the continual continuation of uh Kakaru teasing Machi and also mm-hmm. Yuki, which is good. Yeah. That will happen more. Or continue to happen. Mm-hmm. Now continues to be a grump as predicted. Yeah. I wonder if they'll yeah. animate. I guess they'll do the Now's um, confession stuff. Yeah. They must. They had him like declaring
1: Yuki his rival. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You can't write it out now. You can't write it out mm-hmm. now. <laughs> or first love, depending on who you listen to. <laughs> first love. <laughs> Whenever you hate someone, it automatically means you love them. That's how stories work. Everybody yes. knows that. <laughs> Does anyone ever wonder why they're confused about relationships, like, in real life? Because they're definitely not, like, like books, almost ever. Like, he hates me? That means he loves me. No, he actually hates <laughs> you. Yeah. Anyway. It's like I didn't have nearly as many
1: sexually charged arguments as we a book. Yeah, what am I doing with my life? <laughs>
0: We can have a sexually charged argument right now if you want. I mean, I'm cool with that. <laughs> what else happened? Oh, there's Kyo and Toru. Yes, of course. Yes, right. I asked you. We had a brief interlude where I asked Kayla if Kyo has said the thing about being happy that uh, people would continue to be, and she shows, she shows house would continue to be full when he was locked away. But he doesn't know that Toru knows that he's going to be locked away yet. So he didn't say that. But mm-hmm. uh, Rin being there reminded me of that. So that'll happen. So great. Yeah. Rin still hasn't gotten pushed out a window yet. Or not? no. She got pushed out a window. She hasn't got locked in the cast room yet. Yeah. <laughs> Who's looking forward to season three? Anybody? I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's all okay in the end. Mm-hmm. And good dad Cosmo will continue to be there to be a good dad. The most important yes. spoiler discussion that we can have. <laughs> good dad Cosmo continues to good dad. <laughs> <laughs> good to good dad. <laughs> you never believe what this Cosmo does to good dad. <laughs> Do, was there any other spoilery things that were that kind of happened, or things that hinted at other things in this episode? Oh, well, going to watch the DVD. That's spoiled for next time. We didn't talk about that technically, yeah. but <laughs> yes, next time we talked about what would happen next time, which will be that.
1: Yeah, he's gonna watch um, porn. private porn collection. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, <laughs> 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 it's actually not a porn collection. It's just like a collection of weird like flash animations from the two thousands. So it's like Charlie the Unicorn and like, um, the end of the
1: world, yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> or just like weird, like YM, TD sites and stuff like that, yeah, uh, Badger, Badger, Badger. <laughs> and and I was like, What is this? And she's like, This isn't porn, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, I just thought there was stuff that you know would cheer you up, he <laughs> seems so yeah. down. <laughs> He puts it in and it goes, Everyone loves magical tr- He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like <watch> it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beans, lots of beans, lots of beans, lots of beans.
1: <laughs> like, I guess um Mij kinda looked like he was um in the middle of his growing
0: <laughs> Yeah, I guess, his glow up you mean? He's mm-hmm. a little taller. Yes. He's getting pretty tall. Mm-hmm. He was like almost at, you know, Karino's shoulder height or something. So Yeah. Karino's <laughs> pretty tall. I think. Mm -hmm. He'll get there someday. Mm -hmm. I was about to say like the ugly duckling, but he was never ugly. Like he was never like an ugly duckling. It's just like he becomes like a, from a cute duckling to an even better duckling. Like a. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's because from a cute duckling to a handsome swan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He can actually change species. It's very important. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Good. More headcanon to add to the fire. (laughs) I don't have any other (laughs) things to say (laughs) that aren't important. (laughs) <laughs> I could sing more uh Weeble Stuff songs though if you want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> memories. <laughs> I sometimes miss the weird internet. The internet's very polished yeah. now. There's like, mm-hmm. I watched a video recently about the downfall of Bon Appetit's YouTube presence and just like Bon Appetit in general with all the stuff that's going on. Even mm-hmm. I don't know if you follow this at all, but I'm, I'm vaguely okay, aware yeah. of it. <laughs> But I was just like, yeah, like, there's just too many, like, it's just, everything on YouTube is just a bunch of, like, media companies. Not everything. I mean, there's individual YouTuber creators, but, like, there's a lot of content Mm -hmm. that's just produced by companies. And it's like, where are the old Flash videos (laughs) that random people made for fun? That's what I want. I missed that on the internet. Okay, now I literally, I don't have any other things to talk about (laughs) that are (laughs) relevant. anyway hope you all enjoyed this episode (laughs) since when have
1: we had to talk about
0: things, (laughs) another quality hour of talking about (laughs) Faruba from Ellen and Kayla yes (laughs) it's okay you only have to suffer mostly mostly Faruba there's only one more left of this season so Mm -hmm. it's okay. at least like 70% (laughs) (laughs) Faruba probably and when I cut it down it'll be up to like a hefty 80% I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) okay thank you all for listening As always, actually, really, it's always great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And hope you enjoyed this. Hopefully next, the season finale is great, and then we'll be back. So we'll be back next week, then we'll be back next season. Yay! Yay. We'll see you later. Bye! Bye! Bye. Excitement! Yay! (laughs)